0: Uh,
1: yeah wreck a rim, veins power, power <laughs> Yeah, yeah Boy. welcome to the show uh yeah hello 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 welcome to the show
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are rolling sound is episode 375 of Breaker of Bane's Power. I didn't update the uh, episode number on there. But But you said it right. But I said it right. I caught myself this time, (laughs) beginner Bane. Even though I'm completely sleep deprived, I made it happen. Damn right you did. Damn right. Dude, we got a pretty uh, pretty full episode. If you look at the board there, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, we do. Uh, We got some wrestling talk. We got some movie talk. We got some toy talk. Of course, uh, boss fight. Is right around the corner. It's coming up. We got some more uh, tournament action with Marvel versus DC. But before we get into our topics, I want to touch on this because I know you, obviously uh, being a hip hop artist yourself, uh, we lost DMX this week, man. We did. We
1: we knew he was in the hospital for about um, three or four days. It seemed like it was and almost
0: a week, was it not? Yeah, it
1: felt like a week. And you know, he, I guess he had a heart attack, and and then I guess yesterday, as we record this, is when they um, announced that he had passed away. And dude, for me, that is that is an unfortunate thing. He's one of those guys that um, was heavily influential on me growing up, and was I I was always a big fan of you know like you know Bone Thugs and Harmony, um, you know uh, Tupac, Biggie, and things like that. But I mean, Dmx was like the first guy that I feel like wasn't wasn't found because of my older brother. Like he mm-hmm. was, he like was, on your own. he was the one guy that I was just, I happened to be watching, uh, BET and then one of his, one of his music videos came on. And I, I just remember hearing that like really rough sounding voice. And I was like, who the hell is this guy?
0: Dude, that, there's something and, about his voice. I was actually going to bring that up. Like it, he was so identifiable. Yes. It, instantly. You're yes. just like, Ooh, this guy's cool. I remember, and this is kind of a weird thing, but you remember uh Def Jam Vendetta? Yes. Like I remember, he was like the character I wanted to play the most on there. Yeah, and he was un- like, you was locked; you couldn't play him. I'm like, damn it! Of you know, course I'm he's playing. Locked. I'm using the job guys. You <laughs> right, know, yeah, not the greatest game in the world, but a fun concept, right? I mean. Absolutely. And I would, I would love a, another one
1: of those. But man, DMX, he had some great albums, and I know he was a guy who like really struggled with drugs there for a little while. And but, dude, he was such such an influence on me musically, and he had something about a, a lot of rappers were. You know, not necessarily monotone, but they weren't as um, uh, charismatic on the mic. And then DMX comes around; he knew about cadence and, and just like the way he 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 used his voice as an instrument. And I remember even a few years back thinking, like listening to some of his hits. You know, like um, uh, one he had a song called like uh, "Up in Here," the, one of his huge. Everybody hits. knows right. that one, yeah. And I remember listening to that about a year or so ago. I was like, this beat is shit. I was like, if it wasn't for DMX on this song, this wouldn't have been a hit. Wow. And like DMX just completely made that song what it was because of his unique voice. And, and it just, I don't know. There, there will never be another guy like DMX. He was such a damn amazing hip hop artist and just amazing person. Fun, fun person to follow on social media too.
0: Yeah. Definitely a sad situation. He was only 50. So, you know, just very sad stuff, so rest in peace to DMX. Absolutely. We got some wrestling talk here Big Underscore Band. We got a lot of it. What do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Breaker and Bay take a little break. Cracking them buying energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out Stone Cold. Well, I want to start with this big underscore band. Apparently, there was a uh, a thing online, and it was like the top five or ten WrestleMania reactions. Okay. And um, I guess Matt Hardy kind of took WWE to task because the Hardy Boys return was edited out of that. Yes. That's, to me, like if we're talking WrestleMania moments, mm-hmm. that's one or two, right? I mean, that right. was such a – that was the moment of that show. Sure.
1: Yeah. And – it's unfortunate that they were taken out.
0: I mean, the rest of the runs sucked. Let's not be. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, like Jeff Hardy, I feel like is starting to gain some momentum now. But yeah. like that was the thing. It was like it's a triple threat tag match. The new day comes out. You're like, I remember thinking like, it's got to be the Hardys. Right. It's got to be the Hardys. Yeah. It's got to be Bam! That music hits. And that music is so iconic. You mm-hmm. know, we hadn't heard it in years. And it's just like, holy crap. That crowd just absolutely erupted. And that's one of those things. I think me and you are probably not really mark-out guys. Yeah. But if we were in that crowd, we would be going nuts, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, my God, it's the freaking Hardy Boys. We grew up with those guys.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, I understand why WWE didn't add them in, but Jeff's still under contract.
0: Yeah. But it was just a way to not give them credit where credit's due.
1: Right. but And... And I agree with what Matt said. Basically, like, they didn't add that in there because I'm under contract with AEW.
0: To me, it's almost like ignoring the fact that Hogan was your flagship when he's in WCW. Right. And doing the huckster and he's old and this. And it's like, dude, he was old two years ago when you guys had him. Right. You know, like, it's... Yep. I don't know. Like, stuff like that kind of has always bugged me. And then, like... You make fun of him being old, and then three or four years later, you bring him back yes. and make him the world champion. Yeah. So what does that say about you? Right. I, I don't know. Like it's just it's that uh, revisionist history. I'm not a huge fan of, but yeah, I thought that was a huge omission. They definitely deserve to be maybe not the very very top of that list, but one or two for sure.
1: Yeah. They, I mean, that's there. There's not. I mean, usually big surprises are held for you know Royal Rumble. Mania doesn't have a huge surprise list. And
0: they didn't even announce a mystery team. Right. It was booked as a three-team, ta- like, ladder match.
1: Right. And then Kofi, you know, made it seem like, you know, it was going to be them. Right. And so you're announcing. like, okay, the
0: new day comes down. Well, that would be that'd be all right. right, you know. And then, because it was, like, Enzo and Cass, Anderson and Gallows, and uh, Sheamus and Cesaro, I believe. I think so, yeah. And, like I said, the, I don't think Matt had been there since 2010. Mm-hmm. Jeff hadn't been there since, like, 2009. Yeah. What was that, like, 20? 2014, 2015. Yeah, that no, was 2017. Yeah, so it'd been a long time, mm-hmm. and like they had really kind of reinvented themselves at Impact and stuff. So that was great. And to, to kind of omit that, that was not cool.
1: No, definitely not.
0: Well, Bane, this is one of those weird recording times where we are smack dab in WrestleMania weekend. It's actually
1: WrestleMania weekend. This week.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yeah. like last week. Right. <laughs> I was about to say, I remember thinking when you said that last week, it's like, damn, I'm. Uh, Right, <laughs> I wonder when the Hall of Fame is going to be. Then. <laughs> you missed it, pal. <laughs> Luckily, we don't go to Big Underscore main for all of our facts. <laughs> yeah, never,
1: never go to me for facts.
0: Um, but um, WrestleMania is obviously a two night event this year. Uh, NXT Takeover was also a two night event. Yep. Uh, the Hall of Fame. Um, I don't. know I don't think it was a two night event, but it was. 2020 and 2021. Yeah. They kept everything pretty short. Which I think is better. Right? Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I, they took away the inductors. Yes. Which I am not. I never really felt like we needed that. Yeah. I I, I realized it was a way to get someone else on stage, but mm-hmm. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah. Unnecessary.
0: Like, you can get me a video clip of, like, let's say um, Jim Ross is going in the Hall of Fame. Sure. Austin inducts him. I get that. But you can get a five minute Steve Austin clip from oh, Doug yeah. Jim Ross. You don't need absolutely twenty minutes here, thirty minutes there. Yeah, it's just too much. I remember the first year they did the Warrior Award, they had somebody introduce Dana Warrior, who introduced the winner of the Warrior Award. That was like three people. To it was long. Person, yeah, it's so long, and I love the Hall of Fame, but it's like at a certain point, it's like okay, we got to get the show on the road here. Absolutely, uh, but. Um, lots of stuff happening. Have you caught up on any of your NXT takeover or hall of fame action this year yet?
1: I watched, I, I watched a little bit of the hall of fame. The hall of fame is just, I I'm sorry, everybody. It bores the hell out of me. Like I, it's cool to hear who gets announced, but I don't like watching it. Yeah. Um, the, the takeover, I watched a little bit of both nights, but again, not much about that was really exciting to me. Mm-hmm. I watched, um, uh, I can't remember what match it was on night one the uh, the match LA night.
0: I like that gauntlet eliminator yeah, which
1: I thought was a cool concept something they hadn't really done you mm-hmm. know uh, in the past. that's a
0: good idea especially you guys on the card
1: right and then um, they did that and I, I actually really thought that was a fun match Bronson won that which I thought was pretty cool um, but and then I flipped it off I think the next match after that was was the women's championship maybe I could be wrong um, turned it off after that and then night. Two. I watched a little bit of Walter versus Champa, uh, and then watched the beginning of Cole versus um, Kyle O'Reilly. Basically, just to see their interests now. Effing hate their new music.
0: That's what I've heard. Is yes. it the same
1: music or they have different? music? Oh, it's different music. Even they they tried to give the same vibe as the Undisputed era to Adam Cole, and it's just not the same. Yeah. Um, but Kyle O'Reilly has a completely different new song, and they're just both just. Terrible songs.
0: Well, I had heard someone say like, "Hey, let's all band together and get CFO back because apparently they were responsible for a responsible. lot of the a lot of the good ones, a lot of the music more lately because Jim Johnson's not really a part of it." Yeah, and um, yeah, it's one thing WWE's always had is good music, and I guess they're kind of losing that now. Yeah, it's um it reminds me of like a couple of years ago when they had really bad shirts. Remember that? Oh yeah, and it was just like, wait a minute, this is the shirt you're making? Like, yeah. like you not like. Jason Wolf's available. Put that guy under a deal. He'll design shirts for you. I think
1: what they ought to do is just like try to um, commission bands. Yeah, like each each person. Like, hey, what what band do you like? What do you think? And what song would you like to use? And then try to commission that band to see if they can use that song or if they can write them a song similar.
0: Well, I mean, no different than Triple H always went back to uh, Lemmy, right. Right? right? I mean, getting over to do their song, yeah. And it, and that to me was like a cool thing when it's like. Motorhead did his original theme, and then they did Evolution. Right. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then they did the the King of Kings theme. Like, I mean, it was just cool stuff. So, yeah, I I think that that sucks. Uh, I do like that Takeover's two days. Yeah. I've said before, it bothered me that they only would do like five matches because of how many guys got left off the cards. Mm Mm-hmm. That always was the thing that like kind of annoyed me. So I, I kind of dig the two-day concept there. Yeah. It's still not a super long show, but there's ten matches total.
1: Ten matches total, but, I mean, the first night is basically just NXT because it's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, second night is on a Thursday. But, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I like I liked the fact that it was two nights, got more people on the card. Um, some of those matches were just way too long,
0: though. Yeah, NXT is bad about that. I mean, yeah. their matches are long. I did like that the Gauntlet Eliminator, the winner faced Johnny Gargano on night two. I, yeah, I like that's that. A, that's too. a cool. That's a cool concept. Yeah, I dug that because it wasn't. I think they're doing that on WrestleMania with the women's tag titles as well. Yes, they are.
1: Which I I I like that concept because it's um, it's kind of close in the same vein as the Royal Rumble, where like every yeah. few minutes somebody comes out and then, but it's you know it's elimination style. And I'm a huge fan of elimination style matches.
0: Yeah, I think I think that that's cool. Um, and it's something different. Something yeah. fun. Absolutely. WrestleMania starts tonight, and it will also, well, tonight as we record this, also will be tomorrow night. So it's another two night event. From what I saw, they had seven matches scheduled for each night. Um, a big issue I know that me and you have had in the past is. My God, 16 matches is too much. Yeah. Over the course of two nights, though, that's a lot easier to, to digest, right? A lot
1: easier. And I remember last year when they did this, it was like, oh, that just felt like a normal pay-per-view. Yeah. It, it wasn't such a daunting task to sit down and watch WrestleMania.
0: Dude, I mean, I, I've said before, like, a big thing for me is when I order a wrestling pay-per-view, I do like to get some pizza. Yep. And, my God, you eat it, and then, like, you're still watching it, and then you like, kind of get hungry again. Because right? it's such yeah. a long show. WrestleMania is almost like lunch and dinner. Yeah, you know? it's, it's a long show, so... I, I'm not really super into the product right now, but I do plan to watch WrestleMania. I feel like you kind of have to, right? Yeah, and I probably
1: won't watch at least tonight. I probably won't watch it live. I'll probably end up watching night one sometime tomorrow. Sure. So it'll probably all be in the same day for me anyway.
0: Yeah, but there's a break. Right.
1: Like, I can, I, I can pause it without feeling like I'm missing anything. Yeah. You know? Um, but, yeah, I'll probably watch night one. And I, I can also skip matches I don't really want to watch. Very true. So, yeah. Um, But, yeah, WrestleMania night one, I'll probably watch that tomorrow. Night two, I'll probably watch live. We'll see. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a fun time. But, yeah, there's not much on the card that's really exciting me.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I'm just kind of like, eh, all right. Yeah. Whatever. Ozzy Osbourne has been announced for the celebrity wing of the Hall of Fame. I believe he's in the 2021 class. Um, Again, I go back to what I was saying before with celebrities in the Hall of Fame. I'm like, I don't get it if they did not have a big impact on the wrestling business. Right. He appeared at WrestleMania two in the British Bulldogs corner. Yep, that's fine. He made one appearance on like SmackDown, I think.
1: Yeah, did he like perform? He performed somewhere, right? And I
0: think he was the guest host of Raw, maybe. So okay. he's done like three appearances. But again, here in the Hall of Fame for three appearances, yeah. Put Gilbert in there, yeah. you know? Like I, I don't know. Like that, just the Brock Lesnar T-shirt guy has been on more Raws <laughs> right. than Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's that is what is so weird to me about. That it's not like his impact on the industry was there because there really wasn't any, right? So I don't know. What do you think about the? I'm fine with it being the celebrity wing. It is what it is. It's it's a ratings ploy, though, is it? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, to me, the the celebrity wing is kind of a joke anyway. Just to you Mm -hmm. know, I mean, say like, oh, this guy was a part of our our company for a little while. It's like he showed up one day. I mean, ten years from now, they're gonna have Logan Paul on there,
0: you know. Dude, he has a t-shirt on WWE shop. Of course he does. Yeah. You love Logan Paul. Can't stand that guy. Yeah. Again, this is a, a guy who is a, he's a celebrity for being an idiot. Yeah. You're, you're What are you famous for? He's a YouTube guy. Yeah. The hell does that mean? Yeah. You know, like, I don't get it. Yeah. It just, just sad. Uh, we also saw the second episode of the I- Icons series, the WWE Network um, documentary series with Beth Phoenix debut. This was great, man. Did you get a chance to watch it?
1: Yeah, this has actually been out about a week or so. Yeah. Um, I, I I watched it and, yeah, loved it. I thought it was great. I thought
0: it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I really like that they did these in a series. So it's like we've already seen Yokozuna, mm-hmm. which was great. Yeah. We've seen Beth Phoenix, which was great. Now they still have the British Bulldog, which yeah. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rob Van Dam, which I think will be interesting, yeah, and then uh, Lex Luger, which I think might be the best one.
1: Yeah, I think Lex Luger will be be a really good and and it's funny when they first announced this series and announced Lex Luger, I was like, well, this is kind of a weird, he's a weird pick, but then I watched the Okozuna one and then I watched the Beth Phoenix one, and I was like, oh, this is kind of different than what I thought it was gonna be. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty excited about the Lex Luger one.
0: I think it's really cool that they're they're putting on there people that don't necessarily get like the documentary treatment. I think that that's really cool. Yeah. And, um, you know, Lex Luger, I think is, he's an interesting case because he, you know, he's had some dark times in mm-hmm. his past, but he's also become a born again Christian. And like, if you hear him interviewed, you can really see the he's a different person. Yeah. I feel like, and he's in a wheelchair now. So it's like his whole, like he had a lot of health issues too. I feel like your perspective changes when, Something like that happens for sure, and so I, I'm. That's one I'm really excited to see, and, yeah. and I think it'll be. I think it'll be great. Speaking of documentaries, how about the official announcement? May the sixth, season three, dark side of the ring, coming up,
1: man. I'm I'm excited about it, and that's going to be um. What what channel is that on? Vice. 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 So yeah, I'm pretty stoked about this, man.
0: They only announced six episodes, and I've I've heard they're filming more than that, so they may be splitting this into two seasons and okay. season four is like what's going to be after. But I know they're doing an episode on Grizzly Smith, who's Jake Roberts father. Ooh, lots, yeah, lots like, of bad stuff there. A
1: lot of, lot to unpack in that one.
0: Yes. They're doing Brian Pillman, which I think will be really a good one. I can't
1: wait for that one. Yeah.
0: They're doing collision in Korea, which is want to see
1: that one too. That's the WCW then.
0: Yes. It? And that one, I think there's a lot there that I don't know. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Let's see what else. They're doing one on Ultimate Warrior, which I didn't know about. Yeah. That one might be shocking because I think that guy, he's kind of universally praised Mm -hmm. in this day and age. But let's not forget the self-destruction of the Ultimate Warrior.
1: Well, and and also too the uh, the tirades on YouTube and things like that. You know, I mean, they
0: kind of go into the radar, do they
1: not? They absolutely do. And so um, we'll see what all they talk about on Dark Side. They might not even bring that stuff up, but they usually do, though. Yeah, they usually so bring up a lot. We'll but. see. I know. Was it Dana? They showed a little clip of Dana in that trailer, saying like, the, "I don't think that was her." Was that not her? I think it was his ex-wife. Oh, his
0: ex-wife. Okay. Because I I would bet Dana may not be a part of this. But I that's that's kind of what I was thinking, but I don't yeah. know.
1: But uh, I saw she said something about how, like, the the more successful he got, the more paranoid he got. And it's like, oh, man, I can't wait for those parts. Like, <laughs> it's going to be so cool.
0: It's going to be pretty, pretty insane. Um, I'm trying to think of what the other two episodes were. They announced six altogether. But, yeah, I know Brian Pillman is the one that I'm like, man, I, I really want to see that.
1: Yeah. Well, because there's probably a lot, at least for me, there's a lot I don't really
0: know. The Dynamite Kid's another one. Ooh, yeah, that'll be good. And he was a guy that I think was so influential on the wrestling business, yeah. but never really got his due. But he influenced like an entire generation.
1: Well, I remember. Oh,
0: Nick Gage is the other one. Who's that? Net Deathmatch guy. He's the guy that wrestled David Arquette, the Deathmatch. Oh,
1: no. They're doing one on
0: him. And David Arquette's interviewed in it.
1: I remember that. I thought it was about David Arquette.
0: Nope. It's about Nick Gage. Oof. Yeah. Well, Nick Gage actually like went to prison for a time. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's had a, a life for sure. So I think that will be another one. And I think they're kind of kind of talk about the whole death match culture, which... Thank God. Yeah, I know you're a fan of that, but I think it's one of those things where it's it's intriguing to me because it's like, why do people... Like, how does David Arquette... David Arquette, I heard in an interview once, say he thought this was like a hardcore match. Right. He didn't realize it was going to be like light tubes. And I'm like, you kind of had to know that to some degree, though. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how do you not know you're going to get hit in the head with a light tube? Right. You should know that. Yeah. But... I don't know. Maybe he didn't realize it was as dangerous as it was. I don't know, but I, I think I that'll bet, be interesting.
1: I bet that's probably more what it was. He didn't realize that it was as dangerous as it was and thought it was like everything was gimmicked. And that,
0: like, that clip is legit scary.
1: Dude, yeah. When I watched the David Arquette Can't Die or whatever movie documentary that was, like when they showed the up-close of, oh, my God. like I was like, that is insane. And... Um, what's crazy right before that match is that Nick Gage dude was like, "I'm going to kill him tonight." Like to the documentary camera, like he's he's going to die.
0: <laughs> and obviously, that's like character. Of stuff, course, of but, course. But still, it's like, and then something you like, almost did yeah, it. You and know, then like something
1: happens. It's like, oh, good god, he wasn't kidding.
0: <laughs> it reminds me a lot of that, Um, um, the New Jack episode of Dark Side of the Ring, where Jim Cornette's like, "There's that real fine line between." um, Cooperation and assault, right? Yes. <laughs> and he's like, and I think, well, I think maybe D'Lo Brown says that and he goes and throwing someone off a scaffold's right on that line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack there. So, do Dark Side of the Ring? Those guys do amazing stuff. So, I'm very much looking forward to this new season. I think it's going to be uh, pretty awesome. Yep, I, I dig it. All right, well, we got some, uh, we got some wrestling talk. What do you say we dive in? Or I'm sorry, some movie talk. <laughs> I'm still tired. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Let's dive into it. This is break up and Bane up at the movies. Yeah, this is break up and pay up
1: at the movies. Yeah, this is break up and pay up at the movies. Yeah, this is break up and pay up at the movies. Yeah. All right, fellas, go ahead and take it from here. What you got now?
0: I'll tell you what we got now. Beginner's core band. A lot of movie talk here. First and foremost. um, Disney Plus, we got to dive into a lot there. Uh, they sent me an email. They are officially upping their price to seven ninety nine a month. Those bastards. Those sons of bitches. I mean, damn it! It's still a good deal.
1: It's, it's a hell of a deal. <laughs> hell of a deal. And I, I'm completely okay with paying seven ninety nine. I mean, if they told me it was going to be raised to ten ninety nine or nine ninety nine, I'd be like, okay. It was, it was.
0: fun while it lasted. Being four ninety nine. I'm just. I'm at a point with with streaming services. I'm just going to subscribe when I want to. Yeah that's all you can do yeah like uh, right now they have the Marvel stuff they have the new Mighty Ducks series so I'm like I'm gonna keep it because I like those shows and I do wanna watch them but sure. I'm not gonna sit there and like when, when those go off I mean low key we're gonna talk about that in a second it's coming up in like June I believe yes so I'll keep it for that but once that stops if there's not anything new Marvel I'm gonna cancel yeah because there's nothing else I watch on there right although I did watch the first episode of Gargoyles the other day yeah what'd you think had a real Batman the Animated Series vibe to it. Yes.
1: I, I don't know if it's the same animators, but yeah, it's very much like the same. It looks
0: like it's the same universe. It, it's, it's a lot more in a serious tone than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. I absolutely didn't hate it. It's hard for me to sit down and just watch cartoons, though. I know. Well, and that's why I was
1: saying last time we were talking about that is like it's such a good show, but it doesn't have a whole lot of funny to it Mm -hmm. it's such a uh, it's it's a very much a drama cartoon yeah but i mean it is it is really good
0: well and and that's what's interesting because i think ninja turtles they took the original idea and which was more of a serious tone sure and they made it comedic yeah but that's what we all grew up on so that's what we knew it as i'm sure if you were like a comic book turtles fan, you probably didn't like the cartoon right probably not so, and you know, Batman, the animated series, that was the first Batman I'd ever seen besides like the 66 version and the movies. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot more of a serious tone. So it was kind of like, oh boy, like this, yeah. is, this is different, but I loved it, you know? It,
1: well, but even that had
0: some, some
1: comedy to it. Sure. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't overdone like some of the new cartoons are, but
0: yeah, but the shows weren't right. comedy based. Like, yeah, if you had the Joker on, he might say or do some goofy stuff, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like it wasn't supposed to be funny. All right. The time, yeah. But yeah, Disney Plus going up a dollar a month, man. Yeah. Doesn't bother me. No. Uh, Again, like I always tell tell people with streaming services, if you're not using them, cancel them. Yeah. Because you can resubscribe in like two seconds. That's what I don't understand. Like that's going to keep them from raising their prices. Yeah. Cancel it. Wait a while. Resubscribe. Absolutely. Everyone just says, to me, I, I think everyone has that habit of just keeping a subscription to Netflix and...
1: Yeah, I really want to I've, – I've really been debating. Like I'm really thinking about canceling Netflix. It's been – since The Office has left, it's been that long since yeah. I've been on
0: there. It's one of those weird things where you probably thought you used it more than you did because you always watch The Office. Yeah. And now it's on Peacock. Right. So I actually have um, – I've taken a chapter of the old Big Underscore Bane playbook. Yeah. I watch The Office before I go to bed. It's – It'll put you right to sleep. It really will. And and not
1: in a bad way. It's just one of those shows that you don't have to pay attention to. Yeah. And so it kind of like, it kind of calms your nerves. Plus you already know what's going to happen. So it's like, you're not held in anticipation.
0: I just, uh, I just watched uh, last night Office Olympics. Yeah. Um, Held an episode. It is. Well, what would you think is the best game on there? Like, what would you have been getting?
1: Flonkerton. Flonkerton. Yeah. That's just because that's the only name I can remember right now.
0: Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I do remember the guest, the elevator game oh yeah ryan the temp on that one and i like the race with the coffee cups that was fun i think i would have been really good at the guess the elevator game or dunderball yeah i don't know what was dunderball that's what toby and jim played oh yeah yeah. they went over the partition yes yeah fun stuff absolutely yeah i I enjoy the office but again it's kind of nice to just watch i don't know if it's like this for you but i just watch like one episode then i'm like tired enough to go to sleep
1: yeah i just let it run until it stops playing yeah (laughs) I mean, I, there's probably, like, so many run-throughs where I miss, like, three or four episodes a night.
0: Because you're asleep? Yeah. 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 That's good stuff, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, Low-key, the official trailer for the new Low-key series um, coming to Disney, plus, I believe, in June debuted. This looks awesome, dude. And Low-key mm-hmm. in the Thor universe was never, like, my favorite. Like, I liked Thor. Yeah. But I don't know if I would have liked it as much if it wasn't a part of the MCU. Yeah. And, like, Low-key was the main villain in the first Avengers and stuff. But still, I was just like, eh. Right, it's all right, dude. This show looks amazing. It looks right up my wheelhouse with the with
1: the uh, more sci fi tones and things yeah. like that. You know, I'm I'm uh, I'm pretty stoked about this this show when it comes out because I I haven't given much of a chance to uh, uh, Falcon
0: and Winter Soldier, but
1: I, I fell asleep during the first episode, and that's usually not a good sign for me. So.
0: Yeah, I try not to make that a thing though because I fall asleep so often. Because right. <laughs> I'm always so tired. Well, and, and that's the thing though. But like, it was. If I'm watching a
1: show I'm really into, I fight falling asleep. That show I didn't.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just and fall right to sleep. I think sometimes. I remember the movie Underworld. Yeah. Every time I watched that, I fell asleep. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, I want to watch this movie. How right. come I can't stay awake?
1: Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's just not that good. Yeah. And I kind of <laughs> came to the
0: conclusion maybe I still need to watch Underworld. Right. You know, like, I yeah. keep falling asleep. But. Um, I'm excited for Low-Key. I think uh, now that Marvel's running all these Disney Plus shows, it's really kind of hitting. Yeah. And I'm excited for it, man. They're killing it over there. They really are. Uh, I saw also the, the new trailer for the new Space Jam film featuring LeBron James. Um, man, it's been what it's, it's LeJean Brames.
1: That's, a, that's an Office reference, man. I figured you would have caught that. I did not catch that Never one. Never mind.
0: Who said that one?
1: That was Daryl. Really? Yeah, he said it to uh I think it was Dwight. Yeah.
0: I don't remember that at all.
1: <laughs> it was during the it was a later season. It was like during when uh I think it was when uh Dwight opened the gym or something like that.
0: Oh, Dwight's gym for
1: muscles. Yeah, I think it was I think it was that episode. I could be wrong, but yeah, he he said, I have you looking like LeBron James and he said it's LeJon Brames. <laughs>
0: That's fantastic. You know, I did not catch that reference at all. Continue, continue, (laughs) and we move forward here. Moving on, (laughs) but Space Jam—it's been what, like twenty years, probably more, since the last one. It was '90s for sure. I saw Space Jam in theaters. I liked it. It was fun. Yeah, I liked it.
1: Yeah, I mean, but it was also a product of the time.
0: Yeah, you Michael Jordan trans—it's kind of a weird concept that you take Michael Jordan. Who's not really an actor. Right. And you're having him play himself Mm -hmm. as a basketball player, which I get. And and he's going to team up with the Looney Tunes against the Monstars. But he's essentially in all of these scenes by himself because everything else is animation. Right. Kind of of
1: a risky... game there is it not a little bit yeah but you gotta you gotta figure lebron james is gonna be pretty much doing the same thing right that's what i'm saying yeah and so we'll we'll see how it goes i mean i i, I haven't watched space jam since probably the 90s
0: maybe early 2000s but I, i've watched it with my niece and nephew have a few you times yeah i don't know if it holds up it holds up to a degree yeah. if you like to me like the scenes with the guy that plays newman are funny yeah. And where he's like, you know, put your hands on, lace up your nikes, you know, and he's writing right. all of the Michael Jordan, like, you know, product placement stuff. One
1: thing I am curious about is, uh, if, if, um, big guy who plays Newman and, um, what's his name is in there, is in this one too. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah. wonder if they'll be in there.
0: I don't know why they would be. Um, I don't know if you noticed from the trailer. There's a lot of, a lot of Warner Brother cameos in this. Dude, yeah. it wasn't Iron just, Giant. It wasn't just limited to uh, the Looney Tunes this time. Which Batman I, and the Joker. I thought
1: that was pretty interesting. I yeah. did too
0: because I didn't expect that. Yeah. It also looks like part of this at least is more uh, almost um, like 3D animation as opposed yeah. to like just an, like cartoon drawing. It's,
1: it's super CGI, which I think yeah. is cool.
0: So a different feel. I yeah. mean, I, I didn't really go think, oh, man, I need another... Space Jam movie, but this kind of does look fun.
1: You know, and a lot of people are upset of what they did to Lola Bunny and made her less sexual. Uh, I know Charlie uh, Shaw is super upset about that. Him, yeah, him and the other, it. him and the
0: other people in the furry community, the furries.
1: Um, yeah, they're really upset about that. But you know, I
0: mean, go find your sexy bunnies elsewhere. Yeah, you he, son of a bitch, leave Lola alone, pal. <laughs> She's a bunny. Yeah. Was she even on the cartoon before Space Jam? Because I do not recall I mean, ever seeing. They her. created her for that movie. That's what I thought. But even I
1: mean, I I was right there though as a kid. I was like, it's a
0: damn hot bunny. Yeah. You know? Hell yeah, cowboy. <laughs> um <laughs> we also saw the trailer for Batman, Long Halloween. Apparently, this is actually gonna be part one. And it's gonna be a two part film like they've done in the past. Yeah. I remember when I told you that they announced this, you were like all in, because you're a Halloween mark. Absolutely, yeah. So Batman kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with Halloween. Mm-hmm. This has been a pretty um, successful graphic novel for a long time. I don't really know the story too well, but I, I believe this comes out uh, later this fall. I'm, I'm excited man.
1: I'm excited, too. I don't know much about the story. The, the main thing I know is that it kind of takes place in the early days of Batman. Yes. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about it. I love me a good Batman movie. I actually, Especially now that HBO Max has all the DC stuff, I went back and I watched... Um, the uh, Gotham by Gaslight mm-hmm. which is the Jack the Ripper film. I was like that's freaking great. That movie It's was,
0: very it, it's a fly under the radar one. Yeah, that movie was awesome. Actually, I was going to mention that HBO Max has a lot of those. I don't know if it's all of those movies, but they have a lot of them,
1: quite a bit of them. And they actually have the uh, Red Sun story with Superman on there too and
0: which is a good one. Uh, yeah,
1: and I I even texted you the other day. I watched the uh, the Mortal Kombat film that came out last year.
0: That's Ridiculously violent.
1: Super violent, but like really damn cool. I loved the story on that. Um But a lot of co- cool stuff on there on top of all the new releases that are theatrical going on right now. HBO Max is killing it, man. Absolutely they are. Glad I, glad I get it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. So I'm, I'm excited to see uh, Batman Long Halloween. And honestly, I, th- I feel like the DC animated film universe has been amazing. It's been unmatched, you know, Marvel has a cinematic
1: universe and now they're kind of killing it with the TV shows, but they their animated series can't touch DC.
0: I don't feel like they have anything that's like ever that great. No. I remember back in like 06 they announced um these two No, they announced four Marvel animated movies mm-hmm. and they were going to come exclusively to DVD, which I mean that's kind of how, what things were then. Yeah. Well, there most like, of them were like the animated ones. And it was like Ultimate Avengers one and two, Iron Man and Doctor Strange, and they were really putting these over. These are going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. And then once these are out, we're going to do, you know, yeah. more. And they just weren't that good. Yeah. Like they're okay. They're yeah. just, but they're just not that great. Well, and they ended up doing like three or four more but they just weren't that good. I remember the uh they had
1: two movies that were like it was like a series of it said Hulk versus and one yeah. was Wolverine was maybe was it Thor was the other one? Yeah. Yeah. I remember watching those. It was like, like two
0: short separate movies. Right.
1: And I was like, "Yeah, these are okay. They're not great though." Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. And but I remember being super hyped for that. Now yeah. DC since 07 have been doing these animated original movies yeah. and are absolutely freaking killing it. Yeah. So I mean, no sign of slowing down. So,
1: well, and here's my thing: Why can't they translate that to the big screen?
0: <laughs> I, I think, I think the Snyder cuts the start. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, it's just you got to give it time. Yeah. And they just haven't been able to get there yet. Right. I hope they. I hope they do. I do too. Because I mean, I personally would love to, to live in a world with like three great Marvel movies every year and three great DC movies every year. Or here's what I want to see happen: Let
1: Marvel buy out freaking. Warner Brothers. Or let D, uh, Disney buy out Warner Brothers. They probably will. Yeah.
0: I mean, Maybe we can just get DC and Marvel together. Could you imagine if they did like Batman, Spider-Man, like a movie? I'd love it. Dude, it'd be, Absolutely it'd be insane. It. They've done comic crossovers. It's not out right. of the question. Yeah. So definitely not out of the question. Anyway, we got some uh, We got some toy talk. Why do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. Open the box. It's the part of the show. we we'll break your Remain Do a bit of toy
1: talk. Here we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show. we we'll break your Remain Do a bit of toy talk.
0: All right. Big underscore band. We got a lot of, uh, a lot of figures talk here. Um, A lot of reveals um, this week from, uh, from Mattel in the WWE world. Um, one thing we had talked about before is elite 86 was going to feature Sid justice. You're a big Sid Mark. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, the picture they showed off of, like, the image, not the figure image, just the image of him was him as a referee. So I kind of wondered, oh, is it going to be, like, SummerSlam 91 where he was the referee? Yeah. And I would mentioned, oh, that wouldn't that be cool if it's, like, a referee sh- tank top, removable pants, and then, like, underneath you Sid Justice with, like, the trunks. Right. And they kind of did that. But they went with the red singlet, which is more Sid Vicious WCW. But, dude, that totally ruins it for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. You mentioned that. And... I don't, I don't necessarily know if it ruins it for me, but I also, I don't have any Sid figures. Right. So I don't know for sure if it would ruin it for me or not, but I get where you're coming from in that.
0: It's not, that's not Sid justice. Sid right. justice is trunks to me. Right. Blue or red or black. I would fine with, and I understand they didn't do the black trunks because I was the psycho Sid figure. Yeah. And so. But again, if they would have put him in red trunks, that to me lines up perfectly with what he wore during that time. Yeah. And I would have been all about it. And, you uh, know, his Hasbro had the blue trunks, which he also wore during that time. But it was just like, really? Like a singlet? Like that just, I don't know. That ruins it for me, man. And maybe that's that's nitpicky. I don't know. But it just doesn't do it for me.
1: And I can, I completely understand, you know. I mean, it's one of those that, I to be fair, I probably wasn't going to buy anyway.
0: Right. You know, but you would have liked to have seen it. Sure. You know? So,
1: but I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I get it.
0: A lot of cool figures revealed. I mean, ones that stick out to me were Seth Rollins and the Rey Mysterio inspired year. I thought that was super cool. I dig that. Yeah. Uh, the Colonel Mustafa exclusive is a fun one, you know, cause that's just like a super random. Um, and we saw debut figures for like Jake Atlas, uh, Dexter Loomis, Damian priest. They were just basics, but you know, a two elite two pack with, uh, rock and sock connection, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, a new, uh, a couple of new Hogan's, including an in um, Ultimate Edition, this time in red and yellow. One of the heads, however, has the black eye from WrestleMania 9. Love that. That's, and I know you're not a Hogan guy, but that's a damn cool thing to actually have that in figure form, right? Absolutely, it is. Yeah. Uh, even though that isn't only really, I mean, I guess it doesn't totally match the outfit he wore. Well, I guess he did wear the trunks during the match, then he came out later in the pants. So, yeah. Hogan's the only guy I've ever seen in wrestling history that takes off his wrestling tights and puts on other tights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. He's done that a couple of times. It's like, Oh, you're just wearing different tights now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he did it at WrestleMania four too. He like wrestles in his yellow trunks. Then later on in the show, he comes out and he's wearing like a long red tights. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yep. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but yeah, lots of cool stuff. Anything standing out to you that, um, that they showed off?
1: Yeah. I'll tell you what it actually stands out to me. And it's oddly enough, it's these freaking, uh, these basics, the championship showdowns yeah. with they, and they have the, uh, the stands for the figures that are the championship side plates.
0: Pretty cool idea, huh? I
1: actually really dig that idea. I mean, it's,
0: and it's also a, um, it's like a stand for them. Like right. A display stand. Yeah.
1: Right. And, and I, I don't know. I really dig that idea. I mean, it's a pretty cool. Con- unique concept too. I mean, instead of just having the clear little plastic things or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of a cool, I, w- I wish these were elites or ultimates or something like that. Cause I mean, do you really want to display basics? Right, but I mean, it's still it's it's a cool
0: idea. Well, we got to talk about these two—a new wave of masters of the universe. These seem to really be starting to hit now. Wave, uh, wave seven, we've got a Bret Hart that kind of looks like a triclops, which is to me, it's really fun that you can change the glasses to different like <clears throat> silver shades, pink shades, and then like do like the skulls. Yeah, that's pretty fun. And Andre the Giant, who's super sized—that's super cool to me. Yeah, that's really awesome. Very very fun idea. Sergeant Slaughter, which to me is amazing. Yeah, love it. C- considering he kind of bridges the gap between G.I. Joe and yep. wrestling, and now you're making a Masters of the Universe. I'm like I'm all I'm all for that. Oh, yeah. Finally, the Junkyard Dog. Interesting choice. I mean, the figure looks great, but, man, how does JYD get in every line? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, seriously.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I ain't hating it, though. No, I mean, I loved
0: his LJN. I yeah. always played with his LJN, but it just kind of like, oh, Junkyard Dog again.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I ain't
0: mad at him. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. Um, a Cactus Jack, um, ringside exclusive, and ECW version, which is really cool. And this is also the first time we get the ECW World Tag Team title as a belt. That's pretty fun. Yeah. And then also, I, I know you're a big Bam Bam Bigelow fan. How about the Series 11 Legends figure? Includes the ECW TV title. Also, the first time we're seeing that as a... As a toy belt from Mattel. That's pretty awesome. Absolutely. And Bam Bam's needed a new Elite for a while. Yeah, there
1: hasn't been a new Bam Bam since I, I believe it was that one Elite series that I bought.
0: Like and, the Then Now Forever?
1: And yeah, and he had the table, the breakaway table with him mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's I, been a while.
0: I think it's cool to get him in the gray gear. That was never my favorite, but it's cool to have all representation of Bam Bam. Absolutely. But of course, yes, we have to touch on this because everyone's going to be talking about it. Everyone will be talking about it. You'll hear it on every podcast. But Mattel announced the return. Of retros. Yes. So they showed off uh, renderings for a Rowdy Roddy Piper that looks like, it, looks like it has a removable kilt, which is fun. And a Mean jean Oakland that includes a removable microphone. Yeah. So retros are interesting, man. Like They did about 10 waves um, and canceled them probably about, what, 2019? Mm-hmm. Somewhere in there. And uh, since then, everyone's been clamoring for, we want retros. We want retros. Now, since then... Several companies have started making their own versions of these. Cello Toys, Zombie Sailors, New Heels and Faces line are, are kind of going in that route. I don't know if that's what made Mattel think, okay, we need to bring these back. There's obviously a huge market here. But Mattel retros are interesting because they really they they were awesome when they initially were announced, but they didn't really ever hit like I think they wanted to. And I think a big factor is you couldn't find these things anywhere. Yeah, I mean it's very
1: similar to what we're seeing with AEW now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you you would see, you know, um, series two retros like by the time they had already announced and supposedly released series five, you know, that's when you'd start seeing series two, and it was just it was such a
0: mess. Or if you if they hit they hit for a day then they were gone right but then another series would sit there on the pegs for months right and so
1: it and there were always the ones that you kind of knew were gonna move fast like your stings mm-hmm. uh you know your mankind Kane I mean those guys you knew those guys were gonna move fast but i don't know it, it was just that whole thing was a mess i I personally don't care to see him come back especially now that like everybody's making them you know but um you know it is what it is
0: I think it's I think it's fun. I think having a Mean Gene was a guy that should have had a Hasbro, so I think having him in the line now is kind of cool. Rowdy Rowdy Piper kind of having a different representation is cool. I'm I'm kind of curious where they go with it. Um, I think one thing that they'll be good on is they'll be able to sell these a lot cheaper than other companies are.
1: Yeah, and that's that's where they're going to be able to stay competitive, and also too, they are, you know, they have the official license of a lot of guys. I mean.
0: So I don't we I didn't make a note of this, but I thought it's worth touching on. Zombie Sailor announced that his retro line is going to be less than forty dollars a figure. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. So Mattel retros I think sell these for ten to twelve. They kind of have that market corner, in my opinion.
1: Well, and here's the thing: what is less than forty dollars? That thirty nine ninety nine, like probably. You know what I mean? It's that's. I, I would just say give a price point. Go right. ahead and figure that up now.
0: Yeah. Apparently, what he's doing is. Um, Profit sharing with the talent, as opposed to just a, a one-time payout, um, which I, I personally don't know if that's the best idea. Don't know. I mean, I'm not. A, I'm not in that. Right. I mean, world. Yeah. well, I I'm not either. But I know with Figures Toy Company, it was X amount of dollars to the talent, and then they just try to sell as many figures as they can based on that agreement. Mm-hmm. Once that run, which is like 2,000 figures or whatever, sells, then we can renegotiate for a second figure.
1: Well, and that's that's my thinking. If if you know what your price point is. You know, for the figures, you can say, okay, I'll give you X amount of dollars. Assuming, like, I mean, give it to them thinking in your head, like, I'm going to sell out of these. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, then you all you have to do is just make your money back. Right. You know, I mean, that that to me would be a lot better because that's going to be a lot of extra bookkeeping. Just trying to be like, all right, well, this toy sold. I got to pay out, you know, yeah, but, Sabu.
0: Yeah, but that being said, it's a lot of money up front. To pay these talents, right? And that likeness, right? You
1: know? And so that's that's that is another thing to factor in. Maybe it was, you know, a cheaper overhead.
0: You know, sure. So I, I don't I don't know the best way to do that. Obviously, I'm not a toy marketing person, but you know, at the end of the day, I think like anything else, the more stuff we can have out there, the better. I, I do think retros, if they, if they do come back and they hit Ringside, which I imagine they will, more people will order from Ringside because I don't know about you, but I just assumed. Oh, I'll see you know, macho man in Walmart and I never did. Right, <laughs> so yeah. like, it was kind of one of those things where, okay, they were up on ringside every wave. Like, and I didn't, I didn't order from there and maybe I should have.
1: I think I, I hope because around the time when retros were hitting really big is around the time I was doing that FIO toy
0: company and yeah. Cause you actually ordered a series three.
1: Yeah. And that, that was such a fiasco anyway, because when I got them for my stock, the cards were already bent yeah, and busted up and so i couldn't sell them moc if i wanted to and and so i hope they figure out something with the packaging a little bit better because the way they have it now i mean that that flat card back with the just the little bubble in the front i mean that's that's kind of a terrible way to package those i think
0: interestingly enough i don't remember a lot of hasbros which were packaged the exact same way being busted up in stores Mm -mm.
1: i think well i think it's just now everything is just like gotta get it out move 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 You, you know there's like a lot less
0: care involved yeah, but I don't think people were too MOC crazy in those days. I mean I'm sure there's some were, but I mean I was opening that crap up. Well, yeah, care. yeah.
1: I mean I don't that's another thing too. I don't think we cared whether or not we just saw Ultimate Warrior inside the friggin'
0: bubble. Yeah, but I don't think I ever like saw one all beat to hell either. But yeah. I mean maybe I did. I don't know. But yeah. So I, I thought that was weird that all your stuff came in so beat up, you know. But even in Walmart, they were bent up a little bit. I remember right. that.
1: Well, and and it wasn't even that the box was all beat to shit. It was just inside the way they had loaded them up was like, well, okay.
0: Right. And that's that's more on the distributor. Right. right.
1: Yeah. That's more on Mattel and their, their factory than it is, yeah. you know, who I was going through to get the figures.
0: Yeah. So interesting stuff. But uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll know more about STCC with the retro reveals, and hopefully they'll be have some painted and some announcements as to where these are going to be, mm-hmm. who's going to be in the waves, and so on and so forth. So, I, I think it's fun. Um, we also have the fourth New Japan figure to uh, to talk about. This one is uh, probably my favorite of the wave, or my favorite. Yeah, the uh, the wave. I'm going to look at it real quick here. Hiroshi Tanahashi. Of course, we have got the slipcover box again. I mean, just an amazing looking figure. So I want to pass it over to you and let you take a look at it. But I'm a big Tanahashi fan. One of the guys I did actually wrestle over there when I was okay. there. And uh, I mean, I, th- I think he's definitely a guy that needed a figure, and uh, they they knocked it out of the park. Oh yeah, they did. He's got the he's got the little guitar and everything. He has got the IWGP Intercontinental Title, the ring jacket, extra hand, uh, extra head, extra hands. So I mean the whole deal, but um again, Tanahashi. Very loud motorcycle driving by, but Tanahashi definitely a figure that needed to be made. So I'm I'm glad Super Seven was able to make it happen. Yeah. What do you think?
1: I dig it. He's got um lot lots of detail. I, got, I like the is it say high fly on his yeah. On his knee pad. Mm-hmm. I dig it, the IWGP Intercontinental Champion, which I always love that title.
0: Yeah, they did. I mean, they did a great job with that. I mean, the price point's high on these, but I can't argue with the final product, man. They do look good. Yeah, another six hands here. It's a lot, is it not? It is a
1: lot. Yeah, the two heads, the guitar, the championship, the jacket. I mean, there's a lot of accessories here. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's a little overkill with the hands. I do, too. Me, personally. Who's um, keeping
0: all of those? Right, I mean, I well, so- and again, I'm not a huge like nowadays. They're doing stuff. I think it's a little bit smarter. Like, so like they showed a legend, Scott Hall, and he had the I think he had the two sweet hands. Yeah, yeah. but then he has regular hands. I'm like, okay, yeah, I get that. Like that, that works. Right, but if it's like a signature pose, like I know they had the Rock doing the just bring. Sure, it. okay, I get that. But you don't need like close fist, open fist. You know, right?
1: One finger know. pointing. You don't two need finger pointing. You don't need
0: every one of them. Right, you know, so. But that's just me. It's just kind of becoming a big accessory. I think it's more a figure photography thing.
1: I think that's what it is because these are these are starting to get to the point where they're meant to be like statues yeah. and not figures. And so.
0: Yeah, I don't think these, like even this, I mean, we talked about it before. It says like this is a. This, collectible. This not is a not a toy, you know. Yeah. And, um, but it is a toy. Right? <laughs> you <Yeah, laughs> know, like it's, it's, it's just a toy. It's just, I don't know. It's the way, the way they talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we are we are gearing up for boss fight. We announced two matches, I believe, last we week. Three. Three matches. Yes. So we got a couple more announcements this week. Yeah. Are, are you, you ready to dive into it? I am.
1: So we're gonna announce three more this week. Three more matches. And uh, let me let me get out of ringside and get into my notes here. Um let's see. Boss fight, here we go. How about um Let's see. Do you want it? Do you want to go ahead and announce one with me? I will. Sure. Um, I'll announce this one. And I'll let you announce the next one. Um, first match we're going to announce is so we already announced last week. We need. We have the Die Hard Championship. Absolutely. Mike the Cleaner taking on Poetic Prophet for the Die Hard Championship. Well, here's the thing. We need a number one contender for that title.
0: Absolutely, we do.
1: After this. So we're going to have a number one contender for the Die Hard Championship. Big Chuck. The chef who gives no Fs. Taking on the assassin artist, Jason Wolf Taking on. Oh, more than one. More than one. Kreger of Wreck My Podcast. What an interesting triple yes. tango. Winner of that match will face... The diehard champion at our May event. Interesting.
0: Yes, very interesting. So that'll be uh, at our May event. So Jason Wolf versus Big Chuck versus Cracker.
1: Yes, and I'll uh, I'll let you announce the next one there. How about that? uh, How about that match six?
0: All right, match six will be a uh, a triple another triple tango. Yes, this time for the PHPW Tag Team Championship. Oh yeah. Our current champions, uh fully Posable, mm-hmm. who have been long running champions. On a tear. On a tear. They're gonna be facing the team of former champions doing the favor. Yes. Eric Brown and Barry Frost versus the Wreck My Faction of yes. Wreck My Podcast, um, Joe and Cam. Yeah. So, dude, that's got a lot of huge implications there.
1: Lot of lot of uh lot of implications in that one. I mean, The reason why we decided doing the favor and Wreck My Podcast is because at Spring Skirmish, doing the favor, beat Wreck My my Podcast, Wreck My Faction. But at Cupid's Revenge, Wreck My my Faction had a win over doing the favor. So they, they were one and one. So we couldn't decide. We couldn't figure out who's the number one contender.
0: So we said, hell, why not both of them? Let's do it. And so that's coming up. So two big matches there. So let's go over them one more time for a it's an number one contenders triple tango match for the for the diehard championship. Mm-hmm. Big Chuck versus Jason Wolf yep. versus Kreger, and a triple tango for the PHPW Tag Team Championship. We have Fully Poseable versus Wreck My Podcast versus Doing the Favor. Absolutely, and you have one more match to announce. Correct? Got one more to announce, and I'm going to announce it right now. Last
1: month we had the Chef Special Battle Royal. Yes, we're going to have another. Chef Special Battle Royal Breaker.
0: Uh I it's I mean obviously these are a match you want to be a part of big implications here.
1: Absolutely. And first um, in line at catering. First person I'm going to announce here is David Thomas. David
0: Thomas versus Eric Barker, Get S O B. That guy sucks. Get some gear, right? Loser versus G B M. Oh, the terror of the flaps and P H P W versus Dmitri Alexandrov. This guy's
1: kind of been on a roll, man. Two and zero versus Dobro.
0: Dobro, very nice. And you know, he kind of he didn't quite get where he wanted to with the with the Gatekeeper Championship, but here's another shot. Absolutely versus Jack Gamble. And John Webb are both in this match. Oh, my goodness. So both members of High Level Enterprise. And the person who won last month, Ethan Chambers. Interesting. So Ethan Chambers is in another Chef Special Battle Royal. He is.
1: And so Ethan Chambers, last month, we said in May, he will be the number one contender of the Gatekeeper Championship. But here's the thing. If he wins this, fine, it's still a singles match. But if he loses and somebody else wins, it's going to be a triple tango. Oh, okay. So he has the unique opportunity to block anybody else from being in that title shot next month.
0: Do you think this is going to lead to people teaming up and getting Ethan out of there quickly? I hope so.
1: I mean, that would be the smart decision. It would be. So
0: there we go. Three more matches announced for Boss Fight. I'm Dude, I'm stoked for this. It's going to be quite quite an event, man. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Boss Fight will be coming uh, your way later this month. Yes. That's our flagship event. Yep, Absolutely. So we got some more tournament action we need to dive into with uh, the Marvel versus DC tournament, which has been an incredibly hard one to pick, Big Underscore Bane. Yeah. I'm going to dive into the uh, the bracket right now here. Because this has not gone at all like I think people thought. So this past week we had – well, let's go over it real quick. On the DC side, Lobo defeated Green Arrow. Mm -hmm. Magneto defeated Rogue. Yep. We went back to the other side of DC with Batman versus Zatanna. Not really a shocker. Batman wins 67% to 33%. Yeah. Batman moves on, which means in the semifinals, Batman will face Lobo. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Now we have our final side, final Marvel match, which will be, and I think, another one that's kind of hard to choose. Spider-Man versus Nightcrawler. Spider-Man. I mean, it's got to be, yeah. right? But Nightcrawler's a damn good character. Yeah, he is.
1: But, I mean, Sp- Spider-Man's going to take this one could be because this these, these the one thing i will give to big chuck is he doesn't allow people to vote yes because i'll be honest i mean i feel like nightcrawler could probably take spider-man
0: maybe you know and uh spider-man takes down a lot of big villains though he does you know he so does. i mean it's kind of depends on how you look at it
1: but um but but yeah we let the fans decide and obviously spider-man is going to win this one
0: I think it's very likely that Spider-Man is going to pull off the W. But again, you never know. We never know. We never, never know. Um, But definitely vote at BBPH918. Let us know what you think. Um, Anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? I say we just plug it up. Well, so, of course, we got to throw a shout-out to all of our podcasting buddies. Uh, Start at the top, we got Fully Posable, the Wrestling Figure podcast with Jeff and Scott. In fact, actually, tomorrow... Uh, Jeff with one F will be the guest on. You know it's fake, right? Is he actual guest or he's is he the interviewing actual, you? He's not. He's the, he's the actual guest. He's not turning okay. the turntables. Okay. So uh, Jeff with one F will be coming up on. You know it's fake, right? Tomorrow, so check that out. Uh, and of course um, and Their show's amazing Like we kind of Brush over toys Yeah Their show's dedicated to that So if you enjoy our toy talk Like you'll love Fully Posable Absolutely yeah We'll do a deep dive Into all the figures That were revealed yeah. and, this
1: week and, and not even just Wrestling figures I mean they they talk You know Sports Absolutely. figures too I mean G.I. Joe's They love them G.I. Joe's yeah,
0: They have really dove into everything Which I think is really fun But you know why not I mean people have other interests Absolutely Dive into all of it It's great stuff So I love Fully Posable Two great dudes An amazing show And then of course Scott's side project Drunk Wrestling history yep which is amazing hell yeah um and actually a good friend of theirs uh tim uh at a chair shot i i haven't plugged his show not because i didn't mean to because i forget because tim, I, you I know
1: tim he meant to he told me out fair. he's like you know if that chair shot guy
0: <laughs> you are such a dick <laughs> no uh, uh pulling up a chair with a chair shot tim has been interviewing members of the fig life community yeah it's been it's been a great show i've been i caught up on it um just the other night at work so i need to put it on the board so i don't forget but right, yeah check yeah. out Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shot. I think he releases a new episode every other week, so it's good stuff. Absolutely. I, of course, check out Doing the Favor with Eric and Barry. Great dudes, great show. One of my favorites. I can't get enough of it.
1: Love that show, and, I mean, you guys will be laughing your ass off during oh, the show, too. Great, great stuff. Great guys. Uh,
0: the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric, another one I really enjoy. Um, they, they look at old-school wrestling, you know, stuff in yeah. the 90s. That's my jam. That's what I'm all about. Absolutely. So I dig it. Uh, Ringside Rant with RJ. Great show over there. The Leisure and Lariats podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson. One of my really good friends. Check out that show. Then, of course, Elite Eight Showdown with old Big Chuck and Tim.
1: Yeah, Elite Elite Eight Showdown with Big Chuck and Tim. You
0: know why? He doesn't let people pick winners.
1: Yeah. Because he's a piece of shit. Yeah, because because he's just a, a big old flaming bag of bussy is what he is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what?
1: That's uh that's something on, on their show that I'm, they were talking about for I'm, the entire hour. I'm sure. Uh and it's disgusting. Don't don't Google it, guys. Uh, yeah. If you I, don't I, know what it is, don't Google it. And if you do know what it is, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Um don't Google anything Big Chuck says. Yeah,
1: it's gross. Uh but basically, yeah, they, they Big Chuck on on in their show last week or maybe it was the week before, I can't remember because I you know, their shows run together. Um, he stated that the reason why he doesn't talk crap to you but talks crap to me is because he's like, I know I can't kick Breaker's ass.
0: (laughs) And he said. But he thinks he's got a shot with you. He thinks
1: he's got a shot with me. And, you know, he mentioned the fact that I used to smoke and I I still vape. And he said, I have a trick knee. My knee's fine, pal. You can go stomp a mud hole and walk a drive. Right. I I can jog two miles. You know, what the hell can you jog? You can't even jog to the damn fridge, dude. He's
0: dropping. He's dropping some lbs. Though. He is dropping some lbs, but he. Can't. You think he's, think he's getting in fighting shape? Oh hell no. So there's two guys in my work that are total like douchebags, and I keep telling everybody I want them to box. Yeah, just because right. of my own personal enjoyment. Right. Not that I think it's going to be a good fight, but I'm like I'm serious. I think I could get ten bucks from everybody at the plant, <laughs> and we just make a circle in the parking lot, get put the gloves on, and it's just you know just make it happen. Yeah, one guy's like, well, I'm going to cheat, and I'm like. I'm all about you cheating, you know. Like I think that that's great. That makes it a fun fight, right? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Let's make it happen.
1: Yeah, that, that's the thing with me and Big Chuck. I, I mean, I, I don't.
0: I, I want three rounds of MMA. I, Big Bane, Big Chuck.
1: Here's, here's the thing. I don't know karate like like Breaker does. I'm going to fight
0: dirty. Of course, <laughs> I'm going to rip your balls off, pal. Well, I mean, like to be fair, to be fair, the style of karate I do is actually. Very dirty.
1: Oh yeah, you you like do like the legit fighting dirty, like not oh, yeah. fighting
0: dirty, but fighting
1: karate. Oh yeah, yeah. and in
0: one of our kata forms, that like there's actually a a ball rip. <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh yeah, like grabbing throats and dislocating them and stuff. But I mean, same time, like if you're in a so you know how to rip a throat out. Well, I mean, it's like in a form, but like I think I could figure it out if I grabbed a hold of it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah, I want I would definitely want you and Big Chuck. Like I want like well here's the thing if, i want to brawl for all if there was
1: ever if there was ever a scheduled fight between me and big chup guess who's a new breaker student you know I
0: mean, <laughs> learn how to fight for a few weeks
1: false just, sense of security just, just hey show me the ball rip that's all i need to know
0: <laughs> well you grab it ever so ever so gently put a little stank on it and rip it <laughs> Oh, good God. Oh, God, God that's, that's funny. That's the fight I fight of the century. I want to <laughs> see it. Um, <laughs> Coming for you, bitch, Chuck. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. But Elite Eight Showdown, man, what a show. Absolute ridiculousness. Yes,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: And then um, Boots to the Face, check out that show as well. Tales from the Estate with Drew vinzel and his wife, Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Another great show. One of my one of my new favorites. I always like listening to that one as well. Absolutely. Wreck my podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew over there. Can't get enough of that one. It's so much fun. Yep. Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds. And then of course, Howlin' with the Wolf with our buddy Jason Wolf. Also, uh check out his artwork at the art of Jason Wolf. And dude, dude's doing some three D printing these days, man. Hell yeah. Like did you see that he made like a Kamala mask for a Hasbro. Yes. Like that's and then he made all the Papa Shango accessories. Yeah.
1: I, liked, I saw that he did all that, and then he made the uh, Ninja Turtle Masters of the Universe figures. I was
0: yeah. like, those are badass. Dude, the dude is like legit yes. figuring some stuff out. I, I think yes. that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Very, very cool stuff. So check out all his stuff over there. And then, of course, if you like wrestling comic books, Scrapple Hold, and To Be the Man, Evil Ain't Good. You can find those on Amazon, or To Be the Man is also on Comixology. Mm-hmm. We also have a couple other podcasting projects. Of course, I have, you know what's fake, right? The Ongoing Battle with the Dirtiest Four-Letter Word in Pro Wrestling. This past week, I had my uh, buddy Michael Magnuson on the show. Yeah, it was a fun conversation, a little controversial, I think. But, from what I understand, but uh, but it, you know, I actually listened back to it just last night, and I really enjoyed it, man. He's a yeah. uh, he's a really fun guy to talk to. I think maybe a tad misunderstood, but mm-hmm. you know, everyone's got their own opinions. That's fine. I think uh, I think everyone will enjoy it. Controversy creates cash. Yes, sir. Yeah, so. absolutely. Taking words of wisdom from old Eric Bischoff. Damn right, I love it. And then, of course. Um, I don't, I, I don't know if he's back in hibernation. We had the uh, April Fool's Day special, but uh, no holds barred, with Bill Venus. Yeah, he keeps trying to call me, and I refuse
1: to answer. I am not picking up that phone for him.
0: So, is a new season on the it happening? It's not, not for not me. Not even it's, not, not even happening. Nope, not for me. Does that mean he's going to show it back here? I, I will slap the piss out of him. I hope he doesn't. I really want to slap the piss out of him. I, I think you should. I, I
1: want to. Hey, Bill, if you're listening, go ahead, come on over here. Breaker will slap the shit out of you. Maybe
0: you rip your balls off, or maybe just, you know. Yeah, I mean, that I mean, would suck, would it not? To have your balls ripped off? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's bad. I mean, I mean even
1: if you didn't want your balls, it would still hurt like hell.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of, a lot of what we're a lot of what we're teaching, and I mean, it's not that we're like teaching people to rip <laughs> balls off, but it's just that's part of more of the katas. I mean.
1: And you got a couple guys going into fights soon. I mean, they're, yeah, we do. they got that in the back of their head. Like things go south, rip
0: the balls off. Well, they are wearing boxing gloves <laughs> and that's maybe more to protect their opponent than anything else. You know, oh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you God. though, like you grab, you grab a handful of nuts. You get that guy's going to change his tone real damn quick. Hey, trust me. I know, <laughs> you know,
1: you know, a, a slight, slight graze every now and then it'll make you, make you, your heart sink.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, ever so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm change. Of, be singing soprano real quick. Hell yeah, cowboy! We have gotten to a weird area. <laughs> Holy shit! Let's stop talking about balls, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, of course, all of Bane's music you can find on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your tunes. Yes, stream it. Patreon.com forward slash bbph. Uh, we I revealed the new uh, Patreon exclusive show this yeah. week. Breaker retro gamer. If you are back to the Nintendo fan, maybe this is right up your alley. What I do? What I did this time. Um, This is probably going to be like a once a month type show, is what Mm -hmm. I'm thinking. I uh, broke down four Game Boy Advance games. Yes. Uh, That's what I want to focus on for right now. I may switch it up later and do Sega or Super Nintendo again or some other. Consoles, Game Gear, I think, would be really fun. Because I loved the Game Gear back in the day. And the regular Game Boy was a lot of fun, too. But uh, Episode 1 dropped, and it's uh, breaking down four uh, Game Boy Advance games. I I thought that was a fun idea. The Game Boy Advance, I feel like, is kind of a forgotten console. Because it's got a lot of fun games. It's got a lot of bad ones, but it's got a lot of fun ones, too. Oh, yeah. So uh, check that out. If you're, um, I believe, a $5 patron or more. It's exclusive. Not that I wanted to make it that way. But I feel like if you are a patron for more Than the normal amount, you deserve something a little extra. And that's what we're trying to do. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's, there's reward tiers for, you know, for everything. So, I mean, it's, it makes sense. I mean,
0: it's all good. Yeah. And then, of course, um, average panda gear, outsiders, beard co. Uh, anything new going on in that, in those fronts? Nothing new just yet.
1: Um, I actually need to make the, I don't think I've made the discount codes for April. So I need to actually make those soon, uh, for Patreon. But, uh, nothing new on either front, but just go there. Help me out.
0: Absolutely. Support. And, I, and I'm pretty sure every patron we have has a beard. Yes. <laughs> is there any that don't? I, I can't even think. But um, David, I don't know David Thomas does. He may not, but I think everybody else does. I don't see a whole lot of pictures of David Thomas, though. So yeah. I, um, and he could grow a beard, though. Yeah.
1: And, so. and and to be fair, Drew's is, like, pretty short. You know, it's just. it's. The, the, I would
0: recommend the balm.
1: Yes. It's, uh, it's the stubble. So, um I, I don't know if, I don't know if anybody Dan doesn't.
0: Dan Guy, is a goatee. Oh, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. I mean, he used to. Yeah. I mean, last time I saw him, he did. Yeah, okay. Because yeah, he he he's used your balm and oil before. That's right, yeah. So, anyway. Um Yeah, check that out. Absolutely. Average Panda gear, Outsiders Beard Co. And then all of our t-shirts are available. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker. BBPH.redbubble.com. In fact, I'm wearing the uh, Spring Skirmish shirt. Yes, kind of our uh, old Western style. I dig it. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was
1: it was a fun fun set. I I just I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, it was good times. Yeah, I think I I, I will say on all seriousness with PHPW, I dig the fact that all of our shows are themed. Yes, and I feel like WWE really misses the boat on that. Oh yeah, you need the Halloween, you need the summertime, you need yep. all that shit, and yeah. we're making it happen.
1: It makes it it makes it feel more exciting when you do that.
0: You I know? I agree. Like yeah. to me. Well, even like WrestleMania this year, like they're showing like the set, and I'm like, oh man, that's awesome! Like right. I want to see the set because they've all been the same this year because it's been at the Performance Center or, yeah. or at the whatever the Thunderdome. The Thunderdome, yeah, but it's all the same shit. Like, give me something fun and new.
1: I will say this: when uh, WWE 2K22 finally releases, or whatever 23, whenever the hell they make that 27. game, yeah, whenever they make that game, I want a Thunderdome arena in the game. <laughs>
0: Uh, actually, I, I would be shocked if they didn't do yeah,
1: that. Yeah, because that that arena video game for video game purposes would be amazing.
0: Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. I, I want the really generic chance too. Absolutely, yes. Got to have that. Yeah. Um, but also, you can find uh, our t shirts also on whatamaneuver.net. dot net. Search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. You can find the uh, uh, the GI Joe style design, which is still a favorite of mine. Oh yeah, I love that one. And then our new Power Mowing Hour shirt. Love that! Super cool. I need. It. I haven't even ordered mine yet. And I, I got to either. mow my yard again. Yeah, I need it for my yard mowing. Yeah, I haven't either. I mean, it's it's power mowing hour season. You better believe it. Yep. So a few people got their shirts already. Um. So if you got it, check it out, and I, we'd love a picture of you uh, mowing your yard in it. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We will see you guys in seven days. Peace easy. Yeah. One more
1: time. <laughs> it ain't over till I say it's over. So lock the cage up, cause this is a takeover. The wait's over. If this the final time we meet, then you'll be on your back on my feet. Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover. I'm super fly so I can splash off the top. And I can shut down the shop. Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop. And I'm always gonna rise to the top was champ like the rock I do not give a fox that shit drop. man I'm so
0: over Dump pistols what'd you think It's
1: good it was really good pretty good
0: that son of a bitch Eric Barker you son of a bitch
1: Can't dig it.
0: nailed it nailed it perfect put, put it on the internet